Saturdays, Southerners know three things. Barbecue, bourbon, and betting on big-time college football. From point spreads to parlays, money line dogs to backdoor covers, we'll let you know who's winning this weekend and by how much. It's the Betting on Ball Games podcast with Corey Betts. Here we go! It's the Betting on Ball Games podcast live from the hills of Arkansas, and you're listening to the Friday edition of the show. Happy Saturday Eve, happy college football Eve. On today's edition of the show, we're going to give you a market breakdown of the sides and totals of six SEC football games. We're going to give you an in-game betting strategy for five SEC football games, and we're going to give you a recap of all of our bets on the week. So let's get into it, get on with it, and get you on your way. 11 o'clock, SEC Network, Jefferson Pilot Game of the Week. The following is an exclusive presentation of Jefferson Pilot Sports. Western Michigan at Mississippi State. Mississippi State, no changes all week. This game has settled in at Mississippi State, a 20-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 56-and-a-half. 11 o'clock, ESPN, LSU at Missouri. This game has ticked down another point from yesterday. We're now seeing four. LSU is a four-point road favorite at Missouri, and the total has moved up again another half point. This game now sits 65. We played Missouri earlier in the week on the money line, plus 210. And Missouri plus six and a half. We have gotten ahead of the line move. This game could possibly close as low as three and a half or three if the money keeps coming in on Missouri. We like Missouri for a lot of the reasons why I imagine the professional betters like Missouri. They have a top 10 quarterback. They have an amazing explosive receiver in the slot in Luther Burden. And they're playing against an LSU defense that is bottom 30 in every important defensive statistical category. Also, the unfamiliarity of these teams. These two, these teams have only played twice in the last 10 years. LSU having to go now on the road for the second straight week. They played the primetime game against Ole Miss Saturday night. They lost. They got to pick themselves up, and they have to travel for the sleepy 11 o'clock start in Columbia, Missouri. 2.30, Uncle Burns, CBS Game of the Week. Hello, everybody. I'm Vern Lundquist, along with Jack Beard. Alabama at Texas A&M. This game is really interesting. Alabama is now a dog. They are a road dog. I'll have to go look up when's the last time Alabama closed a road dog in an SEC football game or a dog at all. I got to think it was the SEC championship game against Georgia two years ago. No, I got to think it was the SEC championship game three years ago when they were a seven-point dog against Georgia. I could be totally misremembering. However, Alabama does look like they will close a small road dog now when they opened up a four and a half point road favorite. The total has moved down again, starting to see some 45 and a halves. If Alabama ever does become plus money between now and kickoff, Alabama at plus 100 or better is a play. I still have full faith in Nick Saban and Jalen Milrow to go to Texas A&M College Station and get the win. Their front seven is better than Texas A&M's front seven, and their potential for explosive plays is a higher ceiling than Texas A&M. Touchdown, Alabama! They should not be lined a road dog at Texas A&M. Three o'clock, SEC Network, Florida at Vanderbilt. This game has settled in anywhere in between 18 and 18 and a half. We gave out Vanderbilt plus 18 on Monday. The total sits at 51 and a half. We like Vanderbilt simply because Florida can't score. Florida lacks explosiveness. 
Vanderbilt does have explosiveness, and Florida's defense has a tough time defending explosiveness. If you watched the Kentucky game last week, Florida could not stop Kentucky's explosive runs. Also, too, South Carolina is on a bye week. Florida plays at South Carolina next week. I'm not exactly sure how much Florida wants to show on film or how much they're even using this game for prep. I got to think that Billy Napier wants to just get the win against Vanderbilt at home and move on to next week and get ready for the rest of a very heavy backloaded schedule as Florida still has Georgia, Missouri, LSU, and Florida State left on their schedule. They're going to try to keep guys healthy. They'll probably pull the starters if they are up in the fourth quarter, and Vanderbilt always has that potential to backdoor. If you've watched their games against Missouri or Kentucky, doesn't matter if they're down two or three touchdowns. Vanderbilt's still trying to get the ball downfield, and they're still trying to score. So backdoor's wide open in this one. <laughs> Six o'clock ESPN Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia, a 14 and a half point favorite with the total moving down again in favor of our yesterday pick under 48. Total now sitting between 47 and 47 and a half. We like the under in this game because of Kentucky's explosive run potential, but also because Georgia's had a really tough time defending the run. Obviously, last week it was different because Hugh Freeze will give different looks for the run game and they've got multiple different runners. The quarterback took off for a 70-yard run down the sidelines. That's not happening in this one because Devin Leary's can't move. So it's only going to be Ray Davis on explosive runs if Kentucky can move the ball at all. They're number 92 in the country in success rate, and what success rate means is their ability to go get first downs or get the yardage necessary to keep the chains moving. On the other side of the ball, Georgia's offense not as explosive as what it once was last year. They are getting Ladd McConkey back for the second straight week. That's going to pose problems for Kentucky. But so far, Kentucky's defense has held strong, and they're keeping the ball in front of them, and they're not giving up explosive plays. This is the same solid defense that we've seen from years past from Kentucky. I expect them to come out, still be solid, hold Georgia, force Georgia punts, and this game to go under 48. 6.30 SEC Network, Arkansas at Ole Miss. Ole Miss an 11.5-point favorite with the total at 62 and a half. We played Arkansas plus the points in this particular game. Arkansas always plays Ole Miss hard. Arkansas is 9-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 against Ole Miss. Sam Pittman. First thing I want to do, I'm going to stand up. I want to raise your back nation. I want to call the damn holiday. 3-0 against the spread against Ole Miss and 2-1 and one straight up with one of those losses being a one-point loss in Oxford two years ago when they could have won the game on a two-point conversion. Ole Miss, two weeks ago, they had to play Alabama. They were winning the first two quarters of the game. They end up losing the game 24-10. They have to come back. They play LSU last week in the night game, in the Grove, down eight, fourth quarter. They come back. They get the win. Big celebration. Students rush the field. They're still partying in the Grove. I think they're overlooking this Arkansas team, especially since Ole Miss has a bye week on deck. Everybody's looking forward to vacation. Nobody's looking forward to playing Arkansas. It is another night game, so the students will be rowdy and the crowd will be rocking. But I think you're going to get Arkansas's best effort and a, a kitchen sink game. You follow Razorbacks at all. They're making changes to their offensive line. Their center's now playing right guard. Their right tackle's playing center. They're mixing things up to try to improve. Arkansas's defense has been average. Ole Miss's offense is explosive. Arkansas will have to put in their best effort on both sides of the ball. 
I think it's possible. I don't think Ole Miss is going to come out there and get up by three touchdowns where Arkansas potentially can't backdoor this number. In-game betting strategy for Saturday after the first quarter if Missouri's up, then play LSU plus the points. You've already got Missouri plus six and a half. If Missouri's up and LSU's a dog, I got to think Missouri's going to win tight. I don't think Missouri's going to blow out LSU just because of their big play possibilities and just because of all those offensive weapons that LSU has. So if you're starting to see LSU at four and a half or greater, go ahead and lock in that bet. If LSU's up at the end of the first quarter, you got to look to the over. LSU's defense is not going to get any stops. Missouri's going to have to speed things up on offense, and they're going to have to find a way to score points to chase LSU if they are down at the end of the first quarter. In the Alabama-Texas A&M game, if Alabama gets up, look to the under. It's going to be an especially low in-game under. However, I don't see Max Johnson beating that Alabama secondary, and I see the pass rush getting home. Max Johnson holds on to the ball too long, makes too many costly turnovers. He did at LSU, and he did last week against Arkansas. If you watched any of that game, you saw the second half open with a pick six on a bubble screen that was easily read by the cornerback, and he took it to the house. Don't trust Max Johnson if that Alabama pass rush knows that it's going to be a pass. They're going to pin their ears back, and they're going to get after the quarterback. In the Vanderbilt at Florida game, if Vanderbilt ever gets up, then over. Billy Napier cannot lose this football game. If Vanderbilt is up at the end of the first quarter, we've already got the plus 18 and a half. Go ahead and take the over because Florida is going to have to eventually come out and score some sort of points and put together some sort of offense. Vanderbilt's defense is atrocious. They do get a lead. They are going to give it up. Vanderbilt's not going to win this football game. Florida will come back, and they will score points at home. And in our last game, Arkansas at Ole Miss. If Ole Miss ever gets up, then over. Arkansas is going to want to start a slow pace. If Ole Miss gets up, Arkansas will have to chase. You saw last week, Ole Miss's defense couldn't hold Jaden Daniels in LSU. Obviously, Arkansas's offense is nowhere near as good as LSU's, but I don't think that Ole Miss's defense is a world beater and that they'll get stops. Arkansas will have to speed things up. They are without tight end Luke Haas with a broken collarbone. That's all right. They're going to find ways to score, and they're going to have to find ways to score if Dan Enos wants to keep his job after this game. If Arkansas gets up, then you got to look to Ole Miss. You've already got an Arkansas plus 11.5 ticket in your pocket. Arkansas could win this football game, but it's more likely an Ole Miss close win than it is an Ole Miss blowout win or an Arkansas blowout win or an Arkansas close win. So if Arkansas gets up and you're getting Ole Miss plus points at any point after the first quarter or early second quarter, Ole Miss does have the explosive offense to come back, score touchdowns. I don't think Lane Kiffin wants to get embarrassed after beating LSU last week. If Ole Miss is down at any point in this game, Ole Miss is going to give their best effort to come back and try to score and win this football game. So if you're starting to get Ole Miss plus six, plus seven on the end game number, you got to play it. So to recap our picks for the week, Vanderbilt plus 18 and a half, Missouri plus six and a half, and the money line. If you're just now listening to the show, go ahead and play the Missouri money line. We've already lost the value on the side if you're playing today, so go ahead and play Missouri money line. Under 48, Kentucky, Georgia, and Arkansas plus 11 and a half. If it ever gets to be Alabama plus money in the money line, go ahead and lock that one in. I know I'll certainly be playing in it. As soon as I see Alabama hit plus 100 or better, 
on the money line. And that'll do it for Friday's show. I won't see you tomorrow, but I will see you Sunday for Sunday morning coffee as we look back to look ahead. Week seven opening lines open on Sundays. So I'll be sipping and enjoying coffee, reviewing box scores, getting ready for the week ahead. Best of luck to you. Enjoy your Saturday, and I hope to see you Sunday. Stay lucky.